Ready, ready or not, we're on. We're on, you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> you ready, good morning. This is Sharon Lee Zapata at The Silos. That's where my studio is, um, and the name of the podcast you're listening to is Middle Finger Happiness, Work Hard, Live Well, Don't Fuck With Me. Also the same title of my new book on Amazon, Stories of Grit and Not Giving Up, and really just want to empower humans to find themselves, you know, in all the struggles that we go through. And this morning, I have a beautiful guest, and she's a little nervous, um, but she's fine. Actually, she's fine. (laughs) I have none other than a beautiful friend, Elizabeth Roy. And Elizabeth, thanks for being here. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> and I just this is what I do on all my podcasts. I just ask these two questions, and we just have a, a blast with it. So number one, who are you, and what do you do? And we'll just take it from there. All right. Yeah. Well, I am a hustler. <laughs> I am a hustler. She's a hustler, baby. Yes, but now I do it more professional, in a professional way. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What's the difference between non professional <laughs> when I, I have to pay rent I have an office have to claim taxes mm-hmm. now my name is Elizabeth Roy and um, I am co-owner of Balance Sportswear and um, actually I am um, you know I was a teacher for yes. 12 plus years what, did, what grade did you teach I taught third fifth sixth and eighth grade bilingual and math pre-AP wow so you went you had the little ones all mm-hmm. the way to the Preteen, which I call them the preteen, yes. the sixth, the sixth grade. Yes. When did you leave teaching? Um, I joined our company in full time two, two years ago. Okay. So before that, I was teaching, um, but I've always, when I say I'm a hustler, is because I've always, mm-hmm. I've always been selling, 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 selling. I, I think you know, I thank my parents for that. Um, they started teaching me how to make money since I was about five to six years old. Everything's a sell. Yeah. Even, even teaching is a sell because you have to sell education yes. to or the idea of wanting to learn and then test them. But I think people don't realize. Like I sold you on coming here. Like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? No, actually, I was I was <laughs> trying to get. <laughs> I want to come and see your <laughs> art and drink that coffee. coffee. Yes. Yeah, oh, so so no, that's uh, I I love the uh, being in teaching. It was I really had an amazing time, you know, and I missed the kids. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, walking in there in the classroom and just not knowing where you were. Because every day is a different day with the kids. So I love doing that. But um, I always told myself that the day that I would struggle to get up in the morning and go to work, that's when I knew that my passion was changing. And I needed to make that transition. So my husband had been... uh, begging me to come on board and I I mean I would always help them on weekends right right and uh, every Saturday and Sunday but um, I decided to make a, to make a move and because I have other uh, projects and I have a different vision and so I joined you know we were just talking about this on I can't remember what podcast that I had a, a talk with somebody you're rarely beginning from scratch when you're used to just always growing does that make sense mm-hmm. because you're whatever you were doing last year you're gonna bring that skill to the new project oh absolutely um, classroom management you know mm-hmm. what I mean comes in handy when you're joining when I'm joining the company I you know I like to have everything label and you know just kind of putting things where they're supposed to be and sometimes it doesn't look like it is organized but I know where it's things organized are. chaos yeah. exactly. but those are good skills to have because um, I know for example like the studio looks really clean today but there's days when you walk in here and it's a mess. There's paint, and it doesn't look. It doesn't look like this. Yeah. Like those organization, organizational skills are good. So, they do. tell us more about 
how you how you guys started Ball and Sports and and why that? Okay. Why that um, platform? Well, uh, Reggie um, started Ball and Sports where with one T-shirt, one idea back in the '90s. The Rockets went to the playoffs, and uh, you know he's real creative, so he made one shirt, and he just kind of drew it. And he used to work for a law firm, and he took the picture to the secretary and said, "Hey, I'm going to be offering these shirts. You know, see if maybe anybody wants one." <gasps> so at the end of the day, already uh, like 50 people had ordered a shirt, right? What? And of course, back then he didn't have the equipment, so he was like, "Holy shit! Yeah, yes. what do I do now? What am I going to do now?" So anyway, he kept on taking orders, and by the end of the week, he already had 200-plus orders on the shirts. So he had to figure it out. He had to go out there and use his resources, and he made it happen. So tell me how what, it was just a, a, a drawing. It was just a drawing that and he put up. What was it, though? Because, that, I mean, that was, it was so good that everybody wanted it. What was the drawing? I, I to be honest with you, I cannot remember, you know, the drawing. I know that one time he did The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Uh-huh. Um, the Clint Eastwood movie? Yeah, so <laughs> he had that one, but I don't know, I can't remember the exact, you know, first shirt or the drawing that he um, he used. But, um, so he sold all the shirts and he was like, well, I made some money, right? Mm -hmm. So the next year, he didn't think about it and uh, they came to him and I said, hey, they were like, hey, are you going to make any shirts? And for Astro season uh -huh. again, right? And for anything else. So then they started, he started... As the t-shirt guy. The t-shirt guy. And then he started doing that on the side, and he's been doing it for about 15, 16 years. And so it's a full-time company now? It is a full-time company, yeah. Okay. He, he, um, he left his full-time job at the law firm, and uh, he wow. started, you know, just with loans and everything, getting mm -hmm. all of the equipment. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, it's been about 10 years plus that we've been full-time and we do everything ourselves in our warehouse. So you do have a place. It's not in the house anymore. It's an actual warehouse. Yeah, we started maybe the first three, four years doing it at home. And then right, after yeah. that, we moved to an office. Because, you know, people don't take you serious unless you have an official uh, place. place. Trust me, yes. I know. It's been, and then once I've gotten the studio, and it's still like a... I don't know where well, you can relate yeah because you got to pay those bills and you're yeah. like okay what do we have to yeah what do we have to create this month yes to make sure the, to door, make sure you the door still <laughs> opens you know to make sure and sometimes yeah. you do break even just yes. to get that one job mm -hmm. and show people that you are reliable that you do create good work and that you uh, pay attention to detail and customer service oh yeah so 90 percent of our customers are all by word of mouth and uh, oh, since wow. I joined the company, I got more hands-on on social media. Right. You know, letting people know what we do. And even though I was selling since I was really little, I hate to sell. I hate the word selling because you almost feel like you're, oh. you're like forcing somebody, but I don't, I don't like that. No, I just learned something last night. I was reading something on, on social media, yeah. and it said, don't sell. It was, I want to say it was the word persuade. No, entice. If you can just entice somebody, yeah. they'll say yes. Yeah. So think of it that way versus, yeah. hey, I got this yeah, for sale. It's, it's more like, you know, we were talking about, you know, when you introduce yourself, you don't go, hey, I'm an artist or hey, no, I'm a, you I'm know, you like, do, hey. you say, hey, I'm Elizabeth. And then That's they it. ask you what you do and you, you say what you do. And then it's up to them to want to try or not after they get to know you. you right, know right. I mean? They don't, you don't just, you know, just give me a resume. is <laughs> <laughs> what I do. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so that's pretty much, you know, um, I have really enjoyed my, my, these two first years in the company. At first, everybody kind of wondered how you're going to make it happen, you know, in one space with your spouse all day. 
but we both have different, you know. Um, so you're not there on top of each other no. all day. No, you have your own duties. We both have our own things. Du- duties. <laughs> that we, yeah. Now you're getting my accent. The duties. <laughs> it is no, 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 no. You know what it is? I was thinking of Nacho Libre. Uh, that priestly duties. I was like, because once we start talking, you see Nacho Libre? no, you never saw Nacho Libre? no. <gasps> Oh no, I didn't see naturally, but, libre, but yeah. it, it does happen. Once we start talking, you'll start talking with an accent. <laughs> so you'll be like, well, I do speak Spanish, but my Spanish has an American accent. Okay. So, puedo hablar español, pero tengo un acento americana. Because I speak English first, so, yeah, yeah it'll come back and forth. Um, so, oh, ball in sports. How did you come up with the name? Because I always wondered about that. Like, how did that come about? Well, um... My spouse, uh, Reggie, was always really involved in sports, mm-hmm. every single sport. Okay. And so he just took that terminology. Like it's balling. Uh, yeah, you're balling. You're, you're you know? balling. Yeah, and at first uh, people <laughs> would, would be kind of concerned because they would think of the word as a sexual word. Really? Yeah, because back in the day they would say the balling. word, balling? you know, in, in, in a video and it was uh, in, like in a sexual content. So we had a, a, a difficult time explaining what it really meant to us. Ball- well, it's like even now I say, yeah, I've got a baller studio. This is baller. And they're like, now people understand that word. It's funny how words um, are created and accepted. So ballin' sports. I mean, that sounds, okay, sportswear, okay. Ballin' sportswear. So we um, pretty much do anything from embroidery, screen Mm -hmm. printing, rhinestones, promotional items. I still want you guys to do those hats for me. I know we talked about it. And it's called the, what do you call them when it's a flat brand? What do you call the? The flat bell. Yes, yeah. with and I'm still with the middle finger happiness. I just think that would be really cute, like in a circle or something. So that's still in the back of burner. When you're girl, ready, and I know when, when I'm you're ready, ready. have them on there. We're wearing them <laughs> on the video. Um, so tell me how how does your day start? Because I know people that are listening. You know, we were talking about this before we recorded uh, the, the podcast. Like how our days are different. How we start our mornings. How many hours we work as entrepreneurs it's not easy sometimes it is um so tell everybody like how do you get it going when you're stuck like you don't feel like going i had to learn the hard way because when i was teaching i had to be there a certain time Mm -hmm. you know and you have to take care of yourself first so that you can take care of everybody else Mm -hmm. so my priority or our priority of course is to take care of ourselves so my our morning starts really early in the morning we go to the park we run Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes you get one mile three miles you know know, you know and it helps you to refocus and get the day started yes you think when you're running yeah and then we're pretty blessed because we moved our warehouse to only about 12 minutes from our home and our business is in Tomball Okay. And uh, so now we can get to the office a lot faster. Quicker. But it, that's also a, a, you know, a pro and a con because knowing how fast we can get home, we stay at the office a lot later, longer. Later, later. Yes. And sometimes, I mean, we don't go home until like it's 10, depending, you, you know, on the mm-hmm. workload. But I do have a chance to run home, let my paw kiddos out. And, uh, and, and we're going to yes. talk about those paw kiddos. Paw, that's why I work hard. My paw kiddos. They're the baby, fur babies. Yes. Um, it is so funny how a lot of the friends that I have, they're all dog lovers. They're and, and, and cat. We have we have a cat. It's a ninja cat. Yeah. She gets along with her two dogs. But um, we were just talking about this with Jill on the mm-hmm. last podcast. Um, and it's like, I just click with people who like dogs and I'm like and that's just I don't know just a weird awesome thing I do too I have a really hard time you know I do connect but it's really hard to connect with people that don't like animals I don't know why it's just really hard for me you know what I I can't even I won't be your friend I'm flat I won't be your friend I don't care if you offer me 
$1,000 for the painting. Okay, yeah, you can buy the painting, but exactly. don't get back in here. But that's but the same thing, weird. you know, for business, I will make your shirts, oh, but, you know, yeah. it's not the same inviting them home or, you oh, know, no, having no, that no. connection, yeah, having yeah, going yeah. to no, dinner. Animals are, are wonderful. I think, um, I don't know what I would do. I've always had, a, I've always had animals growing up. I've always had dogs and cats and a fish. I had a fish once. Did you? Mine died right away. I didn't know you couldn't put a, uh, what is it called? Beta fish? Mine was a beta too. Okay, I didn't know you, could, you couldn't put two of them at the no, same time. So I got excited. Well, I got excited and I put two of them and when I got home, one of them was dead. Yeah, they eat each other. And I thought I didn't feed them. No, he ate him. Well, see, or that's she what, ate oh. her, whoever. They just. <laughs> so I cried. That's wicked. I cried. Oh. But I didn't know. Yeah, you're supposed to, and they're, they're males. They're males because the male species always looks more beautiful. I so stick to dogs, dogs and, and cats. cats. Yes. I had a fish. I had a beta fish, and it lived. I kid you not, one whole year, and it was in my bathroom. And it would in the morning would talk to me, be like, "Hey," and his name was Fish. And he would come and swim, and it would say hi, and I'd feed it, and then I'd close the bathroom door, and I wouldn't see it until the next day. But little booger lived a long time. You gave him a good life. I gave him a good life. You gave him you a good, good life, Fish, Mister Fish. <laughs> so, what other things do you do besides? work and then of course work out um, what do you guys do for like fun or are you like me because we just work is our fun I mean I don't know it it, mm -hmm. it is it has been work is our fun you know um, we do tend to you know do some things we go on dates or whatever mm -hmm. just to keep it going to separate work from you know our our marriage now it's important when you're on the date do you still talk about business because that has to come up a little bit I know we do I, yeah. I would be lying if I said I don't because there's things there's not in we, yeah, there's not enough time when we're we are doing our own thing mm -hmm. and then you, we have to prepare for the for the next day so we'll be cooking dinner and we ha I mean we have to you know your business pays your bills right and you know you have to your business yes. is in you I mean that's yeah, you it. just yeah. can right yeah so this whole thing about after five or six o'clock it's all no, no it doesn't happen no, no. As a matter of fact, you know, when I went to San Antonio, Felipe went with me and we're like, we're not going to talk business. No, the whole trip was yeah. business. But it was fun because we were sitting at the oyster bar. We were having oysters and we we're drinking, but we're also writing ideas. So um, how do you explain that to somebody who's not an entrepreneur, that that's the life of an entrepreneur? Because, you know, people want to, they would love to do what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you, what would you suggest to them? You have to be focused on what your role is, mm -hmm. you know. And you have to respect one another. If to work together, you know, you have to be able to accept the constructive criticism. Oh yeah. But at the same time, don't get butt hurt. You know right. what I mean? Because I'm really honest. He'll come and he'll be so excited and tell me, "Look, this is what I did. It took him hours to draw something." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm not feeling it." And he gives me this look, like, "What do you mean? You're not? I'm not. I mean, you want me to tell you the truth, or you want me to sugarcoat it?" Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know what I mean? But. It hurts because there's times where I'm like, I came out with this awesome idea and I think we're going to, and he's like, no, mm -hmm. because he's been longer. He tells me like, no, this is really what needs to happen. I'm right. like, but wait, why can't it work my way? Oh. Like, you know what I mean? But it's, although we're very brutally honest, we have to respect each other. And mm -hmm. I think that's why it works so well. You know, and something that I heard the other day would, because really it's an art what you guys do it is an artistic platform and sometimes when you're too close to your own work mm -hmm. you don't see it mm -hmm. so when you get that other pair of eyes and then they can say oh yeah or oh no and so and that happens a lot yeah it happens a lot oh, where yeah. we have to start from scratch oh god I, mean, I hate when that it's happens it's fine it is fine. it is fine so tell me how you got the contracts with the school district because that's a big deal 
for the well, schools. Let everybody know about that. Back to when you said everything we learn, we use it, you know, one way or another one. It comes in. You know, that's the same thing. It was a whole 360. So working for the school district, I get to know my colleagues, and then they move to other districts, and that's how I make those contacts. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of paperwork. I mean, people haven't, don't realize how much paperwork it is to just get the contract. So you have to fill out the paperwork, send it out, and hope that your price was good enough for them. Right. And, uh, and it takes about, um, you know, a few weeks for them to get back with you, and then the contract is about for two years. Ooh. So within that time, but you still, although you get the contract, you still have to go and reach out and try to get the business. So just because you get mm -hmm. the contract doesn't mean you're making all this money. But I have to stay on top of that, of, course. of all those contracts. Yes. And yeah, you know, we were talking about this before we were getting our coffee and getting everything ready. You know, a lot of people see what they see us on social media mm -hmm. and they think, oh my God, it makes it look so easy. It's not. It's and not. like, are we weird for wanting it? Because it is hard. I mean, I've had the corporate jobs, not saying that it's not hard. It's hard, but I'd rather be hard for myself. Yes. Is that kind of how you feel? Yes. You know, I was, I was, when I was working as a teacher, I was investing all this time. I would go in so early. Mm -hmm. I would never see the sun. And oh, it's, it's weird because when it's kind of cloudy, my, you know, I just kind of get kind of down and depressed. I have to see the sun. And some of the classrooms don't even have a window. But anyway, I was going in so early, getting out so late that I felt like my life was just going away. So now I have more flexibility. Mm -hmm. But I also work, if I work hard, it's something that I'm going to see it coming back to us. Right. You know, the, the harder you work. and There's the more that you, satisfaction yes. in it. Yeah. yeah, like I'm working for myself. And yes, it's not easy. No, it's, it's not. not. But it's also so rewarding. It's rewarding to come up with, this is what I, and I was thinking about doing this on a weekend, because um, everybody talks about branding and yes. branding. I want to go beyond branding, let's make money, because I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that are listening and they think, well, I don't have any money to start a website or I don't have any money. It's just coming up with that idea yeah. and then taking action on it. And it's okay if it takes you longer. So Ball and Sportswear had started as a brand. It was supposed to be like a brand like Nike, Under Armour, where we sell, we were branding private labeling our own stuff. But because we had to pay bills, we started doing work for other people. Okay. Well, now that I'm back, that I have united, you know, with the company now, I'm bringing that back. I'm currently working. That's one of my projects, working right. on my website. I have no background on website, but I'm learning everything and that's doing okay. it myself. Right. And to launch our brand of Ballin, Ballin Sportswear. Oh, it'll, of it's going to happen. Yes. Oh, yes, it's going to happen. I'm telling you, I'm not sleeping because I'm going to make it happen. Um, so that's one thing. And we'll still do the products and services on the side, but Ballin has to be completed from what needed to be from the very beginning. Oh, yeah. And you, know, and, and you have to say no to a lot of things. Yes, ma'am. And it's so funny because I... I, I do you get invited to yes. lots of stuff? Yes. And then I'm, I hate to say no. And then I say yes to certain things, like anything to do with the dogs, I'm, I, yeah. I'm on it if I can be there. But I say no more now than you, ever. And it's hard to learn mm -hmm. to say no because you start thinking, you know, they're going to get hurt. They're going to see you in another event and you didn't go to them. But you have to focus on you and what is beneficial for you to complete your projects. Right. And yes, there's tons of times where I would love to attend everybody's events, but I can't you because can't. I have projects that need to be completed. And you know, it's so funny because a lot of the, the people that I associate with, they're they're wearing this. We're all wearing the same hats, and so we may not see each other in person, but a quick little message means a lot. But yeah, I've I've said no more 
the last 12 months than ever and probably even more now because of the next level that we're going to so you just I was going to ask you what's next for for Ballin but you just shared you want to take it to a national brand do you have any um white space that you're looking into or do you know the I always tell people the white white space or gaps of little opportunity Mm -hmm. that other big companies aren't doing because the small brands Mm -hmm. can make big things happen yes so how are you building it how are you doing that or I, I really don't have an answer for that. Okay. Um, you know, every day we come in there and we have like a big whiteboard where we just put all the ideas of things that we want to do, mm-hmm. you know, and then we have to prioritize with what we have to make those things happen. But as uh, my in my personal journey, aside from ball and sports, where I, you have no idea how excited I was when you invited me to your podcast. This is my first one. Yay! This is one of the things that I wrote on my uh, on my you board. You need to start your own podcast, girl. On my board uh, <laughs> yes. at the beginning of the year that this is something that I wanted to do. Um, I don't. It is synchronized energy. I'm telling you because um, I've been doing things that I've always wanted to do, and those doors are opening. I mm-hmm. actually just got invited to present for Prom Project mm-hmm. for HISD. Oh, wasn't it last Thursday? No, it? it's happening on next Saturday. Next Saturday. Yes. Okay. So. Um, oh, Sally. Do you know Sally Morin? I think she's a, no. involved on it, the Prom Project. Well, okay. A good friend of mine reached out to me and, and asked me if I would be interested, and I immediately jumped and said yes. yes. Um, so I will be presenting. I think right now they have close to 750 girls. Well, tell everybody what the prom project is so we can... Well, from the information that I've been given, <laughs> because I, I'm coming just like I came to you, yeah, not yeah, knowing right? what you were going to ask me, but <laughs> the information is, this is these are girls and boys mm-hmm. that they listen to different presenters about, you know, their background, their adversities, how, you know, their stories. Okay, so this was different. The prom project that my friend's doing is okay. they're collecting dresses for prom night. Well, that's part of it. Okay. The they they the give, thing. yeah, it's the okay. same thing. Okay. That's part of it. So they are, they go through you know, different people that talk to them about colleges and then they go to people that talk to them. I mean, they they look at all the dresses and they help them with that for mm-hmm. prom and then they listen to motor, uh, to speakers. Oh. And so my part is telling them about my upbringing from going, I always say, going from selling gum in the streets in Monterey, Mexico, mm-hmm. you know, to making my dream of sitting here and saying, I own a business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're a business owner. Yes. Oh my God. When everything else could be against me, I went through barriers and challenges, and I'm here today. And I said I wasn't going to get emotional, but you know, and just it's sitting okay. here as a minority, as a woman, as you know, not knowing a word of English, and now I can say I own a business, business. and I got an education. I graduated from uh, U of H. Awesome, girl. So, Cougar, um, go Cougars. Yes, go Cougs. So just all of those things that sometimes we get so busy with work that, you know, we're so hard on ourselves and you just have to take a stop and say, this is what you have have done, done. not for other people to really tell you, oh, that's great. But for you to say, you have to, you went through this, you made it happen. Anything that comes along the way, girl, you're going to get, you're going to get it through it. Yeah. You know, and I talked about that in, in middle finger happiness. We all have some I'll say it. It's a fuck up. It's a yeah. challenge. It's like, there's no way I'm going to get through this. Yeah. There's no way. And and I'm not going to go into the details, but I don't know what it is. Some of us are either cabasudas, which yeah. means like hard headed. Like yeah. we're just 
we're just gonna do it. Yeah. And then there's others who just crumble and fall apart, and they don't. And I, I mean, don't we know. do that too. We crumble and well, we yeah, fall we apart, do. but we have to be, like snap out of well, it. You can't. Yeah. But there's some of us get snapped faster, and some yes. of us don't. I've seen family yeah. men that just stay down, yeah. like they they never get back up yeah. from the trial or whatever that was. So I don't know what it is. If it's in our DNA, if it's something we saw. But I did learn something the other day. Between the ages of two and seven, and you know this as a previous educator, two years old to seven, those are the most important years of a, of a human being, mm-hmm. of a child, because you have a clean slate. Anything that's been told to you, it stays in your head forever. Yeah. So the impact that you had with your parents, that I think probably was what helped you to, like, I'm going to do this. And I got to say, I think I was, you know, more like trying to show my parents the opposite. You know, my, my mom and dad, they were, unfortunately, uh, they couldn't finish school. One of them only went to second grade and the other one only to sixth grade, but mm-hmm. they worked really hard. Yeah. And that's, you know, things that I, I chose to take on with me, how hard they worked. The work ethic. Yeah, and I mean, we were so poor that I always felt like this is, I, there's gotta be more to this, you know, mm-hmm. but they instilled in me hard work, dedication, mm-hmm. and, I always say that when I make it to the top, and I don't care so much about being famous, but you know, when I make it to the top, and I can say this is one of my goals, Yes. and if I were to lose everything and anything, I could come back. I won't kill myself because I have no money, or you know what I mean? Right. I, I've been there before. Oh yeah, so, those dark times. So yeah. that's not really, I'm not really scared of that, because I've been there You've before. Been, right, and we've been there so many times. Yeah. Like, you know what, this is something so funny, we talked about this. Um, when you have that upbringing, like mine was crazy because of, of the of the arguments and the narcissism and the mm-hmm. just I saw crazy shit like yeah. So when I see something that you think is crap, I'm like, oh, that ain't nothing. I've seen a fork thrown across the yeah. room and land in your cabeza. You yeah, know, you're like, get over it. Yeah. You know, but I don't know if that's. I wouldn't want my kid to go through that. But when you've been through it, you're like, that's nothing, and you can just start all over. Yeah. You know, with a dollar in your pocket and some passion. And I think what happens now, because of social media, people think it's instant. It's instant. It's going to take one year. No, no. it can take 10, 15 yeah. years, 20 years. Yeah. You just can't quit. Because if you quit, then and you don't see it. Exactly. And, and if so, you start different things and you keep on quitting and you're like, it doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work because you're not staying long enough to see it happen. To, to go to fruition. Yes. Um, and it's so funny because, like you mentioned, the podcast, which I absolutely think you should. I will help you with that. Whatever, I, whatever the knowledge that I have, I'll share with you. But I wanted to do this two years ago, but I knew I had too much on my plate. I it wouldn't fit in, and I knew that I needed a place, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, and I'm seeing now more women podcasters. There was a, a shortage of women podcasters. Now we're we're growing and it's happening. So you need to join Pod Houston. Okay. You, uh, no, I'm not familiar okay. with it. Okay. So Ozio de Bastos was on, a guest here, and um, he has a podcast called No Permission Needed. And then he saw a need in Houston. There's no podcast meetup. So there's about 242 people. So what he wants to do is bring like a conference of some sort. Um, but yeah, going. Okay. Yeah. Give me, give me all the get information. In and then you can talk about balling. You can have, I mean, it's just amazing. It's just really a great platform to share your message. Yeah. So. Well, I gotta say, I, I did say yes to you because I knew there was no videotaping. <laughs> I, 
everybody so we're videotaping now, oh, but, but that's for ourselves, though. <laughs> you know, the, I, I I make a lot of facial expressions, and I'm like, oh, oh my god, I look like a dork. But you know, I don't oh, even you're know. So cute. Look, I don't even know how I sound, but I don't care because they can't see. You can't see my face. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, you know, it's funny. The first 18 episodes of of, of my podcast was just me, and I know they kind of suck. Because it was just me, and it's like I'm gonna do two a week because I wanted to grow like uh-huh. I did bitchy business bit briefs, and it uh-huh. grew. So we're already like at the 25th episode, and today is March 31st. This podcast is only three months old. Wow! And so it's it's growing. Congratulations! Thank you. But it's two a week, two a week. Um, that's all the time I have. I don't want to do it every day, um, but I'm so thrilled you're here. So tell us what's next for you. What other projects? I know you talked about balling, but do you have anything you want to share? You talked about HISD prom. Well, I'm, I would like to, you know, start doing more of the presenting. You know, try, my thing is like I know I'm here for a purpose, and I'm I'm still trying to figure out. And in the on the way, I would like to help other people, girls that, you know, they had a really hard upbringing and I would like to see how I can help them take that adversity into creating opportunities whatever they want to do you know what I mean so um, I'll keep on searching for opportunities to either go and talk to girls in high school or Mm -hmm. middle school or just do some of those things and I'm also really passionate about animals I know I am really passionate yes sometimes your page makes me cry and I'm like I gotta get off because I'm like I want I can't bring all the dogs home and I'm just like who are you telling? Yes, I, you I know, know, I have I five of my own, oh. and all of them are rescue dogs. Yeah. Uh, I actually, three of them have special needs. I have to cook for them. Sometimes I'm so tired, and I don't even cook for myself, but I'm there like cooking 12 the midnight cooking, cooking for, for the, the dogs because dog. they need to have food for the next day. So it's like having kids, but they don't leave at 18. Just, they still stay with you. Yeah, like, kids, you kick them out at 18. 18 yeah. yeah, the but dogs the dogs. Don't. My grandmother, Juanita Rea, always had dogs. Like, she would find a dog and she'd bring it home. So she always had dogs. And then my, you're going to love this story. This is from the 70s. So my great uncle, Romelo, Romero, excuse mm-hmm. me. No, Romelo, yeah. Romulo. He um, saw this guy run over a dog on purpose. And so when he got to the red light, and this is back in the day, there was no phones. There was no, he got out of his truck and he opened the guy's car and boom, he pulled back, knocked the shit out of him, broke his nose and threw him in there and then he took off. I mean, I'm not into violence, but I'm glad that he did. He did that. He came home. He was bad. He was drinking. He was like, God, being shit person that ran over that dog. Can you, I'm like, yeah. Oh. I've been told that if they get a phone call and say, hey, she's in jail. <laughs> They already know. It's either she went off, somebody that left the dog in the car. Yes. Or somebody that had the car in the back of the truck without, you know. Yes. So they I already know. I'm, 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 I mean, I need to put money on the side so I, in case I need to pay my way out. Oh, <laughs> I, I hate saying that. Like, our dogs are spoiled. I shouldn't say spoiled, but they're just, we treat them like family. Yeah. And, um, and they love unconditionally. And they greet you every morning and they greet you every night. They're just so happy to see you. And just like, that's my, you know, I can't even. Yes, I mean, that's, that's, I, you know, I had dealt with a lot of uh, anxiety and depression. And Mm -hmm. that, just having my dogs around me have helped me to overcome or that to be lighter on me. You know what I mean? Just knowing that I can help, that I'm helping them out. And yes, I cannot help every single, but I have five that I've rescued and I take care of them. And, um, what are their it, names? Give them the names of the doggies. Snoopy Max. <laughs> Snoopy, Max Snoopy Max. Bella. Bella. Chanel. And Oreo. 
Okay, that's yeah. four. Wait, oh, Snoopy, oh, Snoopy and Max. Max. Oh, yeah, that's Snoopy two. Max. No, that, that's, oh, that's, those are my first two. Snoopy, Snoopy Max. Max. They're miniature pinchers. Bella and Ori are black and white. Bella has a big heart shape on her back, and Aww. Oreo does too. No, Bella has a Mickey Mouse shape, and Oreo has the heart shape on the back. And, uh, and then Chanel. Chanel is my crazy girl. She hasn't even made to two years, and she oh. is crazy. You know what? Sophia's like that. I can't take her anywhere. She, she's like the girl that had too much tequila. Yeah. She's like licking and yeah. hey, how's it? Yeah. You're like, Slow. Calm down, girl. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Yeah. And the other one, real calm. Yeah. And I'm like, I have, I have from calm to. Yeah, they're looking at her like, can you just chill? Chill? What? Where did you find her? What happened? Uh, what's her story? Chanel? Yeah. Well, Chanel was found. Uh, my sister was coming to visit and take care of my dogs while we were in a um, trade show in California. No, San Francisco. And so she found her on the way home at a gas station. She's like a Vichon poo. So she's, the hair is really kinky Aww. and white and curly. Aww. So she looked horrible, but she picked her up. And, of course, I'm trying to talk to her and tell her to take her home without my husband knowing because we were already at four and so she's like what are we gonna do and I said take her home and then she's like you're not gonna ask no take her home so then I said hey we have a dog coming in well you have to find her a home I said sure I'll find her a home uh-uh. Yeah, I found her at home. You found her Yeah, home. I found her at home. She's in my casa. <laughs> She's in me casa. casa. Oh. That's right. And so that's how that's how I got her. But the other ones, they kind of came on their own knocking at my door. It's like they knew. Like, that house right there, they'll pick you up. They'll feed you. They cook their meals. They'll do everything for you. So they just, I mean, at one time I had to say, you know, please, God, do not let me find another dog. Because oh. everywhere I was looking... I was finding them. Well, you know, speaking of dogs, I was here um, in Christmas, December, in my studio, and I was here late, and I left at 11.30 at night, and I'm walking out, and it's pretty safe, although I just get in my car, and I see this dog just running across the field right here, uh -huh. and I was like, where is he going? You know, I was like, I wanted to bring him home, but by the, I yeah. couldn't find him. He yeah. just took off, but I would have brought that one home. Oh, I'm telling you, if I, I, I kind of have to stay focused on the road because if I do start wandering, they pop out out of nowhere. I know. And I can't. Oh, you can't. I like, can't I have to. There was one time I, there was one on the street, and I literally put my car, you know, Girl. in the middle of the street so no cars would pass by, and I went, I got her, put her in the car. I found her at home. Oh, yeah, you lost her home. Yes. Yeah, you're like, I can't. I love those doggies. Well, I'm about to kind of wrap this up but I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and, and driving from Tomball. <laughs> that was a road trip. <laughs> she brought my luggage. She's like, okay, so Tomball from Houston's how far? Oh, uh, it took about 40 minutes but I was a long time bumper to bumper because I, I witnessed an accident but um, it depends. Today is Sunday so there's not I know, a whole, no traffic. Yeah. This is yeah, it was just with a lot is. of traffic. Oh my God. Well, he was crazy. I can get from here uh -huh. to my house in 10 minutes yeah, yeah with traffic yeah it's an hour yeah. or 50 minutes and you're like oh my god houston's crazy big now yeah and, so. and you know tomball sounds like a it is a small town but i'm at work in seven minutes and i can't complain no, you so gotta do when, what works for you yes absolutely no but i i want to thank you oh, for welcome. opening that door of opportunity because of you made me put a check mark on my to do and I'm just for this. she said yes, yes to me because yes. she says no to everybody no, no I, I know with all honesty <laughs> yeah. like I, I truly admire you I admire oh. your you know tenacity to do 
Like with everything you say you're going to do, you make it happen. When I, no, 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 no crying. I'm supposed to be the one crying. Um, your books. Thank like you. you are so raw and honest that when I'm reading, it's like, you know, when you're, when I was teaching, I couldn't say any bad words. Of course not. No, and I don't talk like that in front of small children. No, no, of course. But right, I'm right. saying, I don't know if you noticed also on my um, Instagram, mm -hmm. um, or oh, I don't even know if you knew one, but that I had one. But I, for a long time, my Instagram was Isabella K3. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> but that was my name because I didn't want my students, students. to find me. Oh. So I had to have a different name. And then I went to a couple of events and they were like, Isabella, Isabella. And I'm like, wait, that's not my name. And I couldn't, I wasn't responding. How did they find so, you? No, so I just changed it. This was a big thing for me because that means I am moving in a completely different It's direction. freedom. There's, you know what's it weird? It is freedom. Because I'm going to just say this. Um, my husband the other day is like, why do you have to cuss so much sometimes? Sometimes. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? Because I fucking want to. But then I realized... He's in corporate America. Yes, it's different. We can't talk like that. No. I, 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 I can't tell my coworker, hey, man, get the fuck out of my way. You know, you can't. You can't. You, can, you have that. to. You know, yeah. And You're, so I couldn't. So I had that. But now <laughs> I, I even struggle because my name is under now Elizabeth. Can I say it? Yeah. No. Elizabeth dot Roy official underscore official. That's oh, the only God. way that I could get my name. There you and, go. You know, official. Yeah, yeah, I'm official. official. Well, I mean, and they're not bad words. They're just words. I think we're coming into a time now in the last, probably the last 10 years, where it's more acceptable to have that. And there's a time and place. I mean, I had a woman come in here the other day, and she must have been 75 years old, because I get people from 10 years old to 80 coming into the studio mm -hmm. um, when the art shows are open. She picked up my book, and she's like, are you allowed to write this on books? It was the F yeah. word. I'm like, yeah. And she started flipping through it. Her eyes started tearing, and she's like, I wish in my generation there was a book like this. Yes. Because we were not allowed to express ourselves, even in written words. You have to be authentic, right? right. You ha that has to be you. And that took me a long time yeah. until now. I can say that yeah. I don't care. This is no. me. Get in line. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> yes. You know, either mm -hmm. you like me or you, or you don't. don't, but you will respect me. Because, Absolutely. you know... This is who I am. People love that. And it's almost, they even if they don't like you, they will want to like you because you don't even care. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Yeah. I'm, um, I know we were going to say we're wrapping this up, but this is, <laughs> no, this is good. I did an episode by myself on the Three Mile movie with Eminem. So when he was rapping and he was talking about, uh, what's the guy he was, he was doing a battle against? Do you remember the movie? I, I remember the movie. I don't know who he was. Remember they were with. battling yes. at the very end? Yes. Okay, and he was making fun of Papa Doc. And he was telling Papa, everybody in the audience, yeah, this guy, he's not from our hood. He went to private school. He went to mommy and daddy are divorced. And everybody's yeah. getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Eminem even turned it around even more. And he's like, and all of y'all, fuck all of y'all. I don't even need you. Yeah. And that made them go crazy. And they wanted to be yeah. with him because he didn't care. So what is that? Like, like, take it away, but they want it. Yes. Uh, isn't that weird? I mean, I think a lot of people will look at, you know, at people that are very authentic and say they're kind of have that fear. You know what I mean? Like, if, I'm, if I really say what I want to say and, and, and tell them how I really think, are they really going to like me? It's all about fear. Yeah. Fear that you're going to be accepted or not. And I think as we grow older, that oh, yeah. fear starts kind of like getting really light and it's like 
you know, I don't know how long I'm going to be here anymore. Oh, high five on that one. And yes. I want to yeah. make sure that when I go, mm-hmm. I did what I was supposed to do. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to be, this is, my, this is my biggest fear, to be in my bed, you know, with a few minutes left and say, I wish I would have done this. Because by then it's too it's late. too late. And as a matter of fact, like in this, in this afternoon, my cousin's bringing his daughter, Raylene. She's 15. And she wants to, she wanted to watch us do this podcast live. And I said, well, come in the afternoon. I'm going to show her. But if I could take 15-year-old Elizabeth and have her sitting here, can you imagine the impact? If you could take the 15-year-old Sharon and tell her the impact. So we have to help these girls. Even though we think that we're not making an impact, just for them to see that, oh, she did go through that. And now this is how her life has changed. Oh, absolutely. You give hope. Oh, yeah. You give hope. That's how you connect the dots on yes. the human landscape. Well, I saw it. We're going we're gonna to cry now because we're our eyes are getting coffee. We need more coffee. Um, well, let me get this little thing ready here again. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? Please um, slowly tell us your website, any uh, phone numbers, Instagram. Okay. Let them know where people can reach you. Well, our website is www.orderyourshirts.com. We are, that's uh, on Facebook, we're under Ballin Sportswear, it's two words. On Instagram, we have uh, Ballin Custom Apparel and Ballin Sportswear. And my personal blog, it's under Elizabeth.Roy underscore official. I love it. And that's your blog? Well, I'm blogging. I'm starting. You should always, uh, yeah. people, blogging's great. I'm just starting, so. It's just, that's where I started, just jumping those stories, and then it, it blossomed, but um, yeah, so thank you so much thank for being you. here. All right, guys, if you have any questions for Middle Finger Happiness uh, podcast, you can email me at middlefingerhappiness at gmail.com, and um, I thank you guys for listening. Have a super awesome Sunday. Peace out.